I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I hear them chats on the noise. Move too quick, can't stop for the talking. I hear them chat with the boys. Man's so tough, but must keep walking. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Cancer Now podcast. My name is Isaac Butterfield. Bluey is not here today. He is scaffolding yet again. Would have been a great addition. I know. I always... Anyway, he's a fucking pig. <laughs> now, John. Hit me. How do you pronounce your last name? It's John Bernard K. Ruse. K. Ruse. Yeah, so phonetic K. Ruse. So how do we... Where does that come from? It's Lebanese. Yeah. It's Lebanese, so it's Arabic. There's been multiple variations of spelling that's made its way down to Australia. But yeah, K. Ruse, Lebanese. Mate, how you going? Yeah, good, mate. Thanks for coming good. up. You said before it was a bit weird being on the podcast. No, no, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, uh, in a good way, in a good way, in a good way, because I've been watching you for so long and I've seen people that I like, content creators, comedians come on and, and see you and have a good chat, have a good yarn. So I'm uh, excited to be here because it's, uh, it's pretty funny that I get to sit across from you. So that's great to be here, brother. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> now let, let's talk how you sort of come about the content sphere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I started doing, uh, I was an extra in a lot of uh, like some commercials and stuff. Mm. Uh, you know, I did an RSPCA ad and stuff like that. And then a mate hit me up from school saying he wanted to do a live sketch comedy show. It's called The Forecast. Okay. And we did a couple of shows in uh, Surrey Hills um, and Chippendale and The Forecast. It was like news before it happens and it was sketch comedy. We were doing them live, but then COVID happened. So we were doing, you know, we went from doing a live show to doing... A, a web series on YouTube and uh, yeah, I, I was kind of writing for it, giving my two cents, acting in it. I was playing like an in the field reporter that was very like, you know, taking things overly serious or coming up with really like funny in the field stuff. And we put, we started to put those out on TikTok and Facebook and stuff like that. And my, my stuff kind of got received really well. So I just made my own page on TikTok um, and started posting on Instagram and slowly built it up. And then, um, yeah, I was building the Instagram up a little bit, and then obviously, I did the uh, the COVID numbers. So, ta- you know, so a lot. I was saying to people the other day, I was trying to explain you as the COVID number guy. Yeah, and then people are like, oh no, I don't remember that. But then I t- show them your face, and like, oh, I've seen his other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let's let's talk about the COVID numbers. So we were deep in the middle of the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, and it was at that point where they were having the daily press conferences and releasing. Was this like f- at the start of those press conferences? Like, like, like oh, an early on with these nah, started? I think they would have they would have been going on for a bit, and then it was, I think it was about late July last year, uh, where we were in a, a pretty like significant lockdown. And uh, that's that's when it kind of kicked off. I went on that week yeah. run of predicting the COVID case numbers. So you were predicting the numbers prior to. It was the day before. Yeah, so I would put it out the night before, right. and then they would announce them in the morning. That's hilarious. Yeah. So you, yeah. So for those of you not following, the every day they'd come out with how many people had COVID that day in New South Wales, mm-hmm. and the night before, John would put up on his TikTok how many people would have it. And they were right every day. Yeah, I wouldn't just put it out. I was accurately predict it through the K-Roos probability theorem yes. that we coined. Um, and I think it kind of got to Gladdy and, and New South Wales Health at the time. 
Uh, they weren't very pleased with it, but it made for good fun and good good television. Yeah, it did. It did, and people were freaking out too. They were like, <laughs> "How does this prick fucking know?" So what was what was going on, or you, or, or it was just the formula? It was it was really just the formula. I mean, uh, I still get to this day people coming up to me. How, you know, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? We maintain my brothers and I. It was just the, it was just maths. <laughs> the brothers, the brothers. Are yeah, gonna, it's all on <laughs> lockdown. There's no secrets here. Well, I'll ask that yeah. question when the cameras are off. Again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, people were freaking out because they're like, "Oh yeah. my god!" Because this is such a serious thing, mm-hmm. and the government must have control, and all of a sudden they don't. Yeah, and I, I think it was pretty stupid that they would just you know, release it in the morning. It was like this whole thing. Everyone would wait for 11am and see what the numbers was and yeah, if it'd go up or down. Out. Yeah, so, I mean, now we got to a point now where there's thousands of cases and no one cares. Well, they're not counting anymore. Yeah, exactly they're right. Not, they're not making that information uh, available to the public. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it was fun while it lasted. It was like a time where everyone was just focused on that one thing and it kind of went pretty national. So, and it was fun. I enjoyed doing it. It was, um, we... Uh, I think it got to a point where everyone was kind of getting getting a number some way or another, but we yeah, kind of yeah. just made it fun by adding a bit of production to it. I think one of them I interviewed Stephen Hawking, yes. and he gave me the number. That's important. Um, yeah, so we just we kind of mixed it up. We had mucked around on the on the Today shows and the morning shows, so it was it was fun. Did you, so you go on the show? Or they just sort of record you at your house, sort of thing. Or? No, yeah. So they kind of zoomed in at the time. Um, yeah, so I was across from my laptop. And did you get much heat about it? No, I, I think this is what happened. I was the most loved person at the yeah. time for taking the piss yep. and like oh, how's he doing it how's he doing it and everyone was visiting the page and stuff and then literally the it was like five days and then going into the weekend that sydney had one of their first lockdown protests right and i've attended that yes and then that's when that i've just like tables are turned media just pumping me i was getting all these dms and people for going to that that protest and you know well not everyone's cup of tea i probably um you know, I, I've had to go to court and all that for that. But so I mean, so what? So what was the protest for? Anti lockdown. It was a. Lo- it was the first lo- ever lockdown one, yeah. and and I pro- probably one of the most attended ones. Um, but yeah, I had like family members go, friends that were going, and and I didn't think that I had was that notable or like because it was just literally coming off the back of that week where I was got the most exposure ever, mm. and I rocked up to it. And, you know, people come and taking photos. Someone's handed me a mic when at the end and, and whatever happened. But I think everyone's kind of very much over it. But, yeah, that, that's when I started to receive heaps of backlash. So so what, so what? Hand, someone handed you a mic? Yeah, so... Because there's the photos of you, like, up there sort of addressing the protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, you walk, we walked all the way to Town Hall. And it's still... I was still waiting a court decision on it. Cause so what are you charged I'm char- I got two... Charges that I pled guilty to, which were the um, the COVID charges, being outside of your house okay. and being gathering with more than two people, very uh, serious uh, charges. Very, very serious charges, and a lot of those being dropped uh, in Melbourne, in other states. Yeah, they're all, they're not in the public interest, so they're being New South dropped. Wales is holding onto them. They're, yeah, I'm still going. They're going after me, but Good on them. The, the one of the major ones is a criminal offence, and it's uh, inciting inciting crime. Gotcha. Right, so carries a maximum penalty of, of two years in prison. Not that I'll get that, um, no. even though I'm Lebanese. I'm a first-time <laughs> offender. I think they should lock you up. I yeah. think they should lock <laughs> you up because of your heritage. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, to keep pursuing that is is pretty stupid. Um, but, yeah, I'm still waiting. So we, we had the court hearing, I think, uh, a couple months ago, and October 10th I'll get a decision on whether I'm guilty or not guilty of inciting a crime. And pretty much what happened was, you know, I was there, and, you know, people were recognising me because I'd just done all the morning shows and I was, you know, talked about that whole week. People coming up, taking photos. We get to the end at Town Hall 
and I'm there floating around. I was there doing content. I was interviewing some of the protesters. Um, I was doing like a protest tour because that's some of the stuff that I do on, on, on TikTok and Instagram. And then there's a guy with a megaphone there. My, my, a couple of my mates are there and they're going, you know, go up and say something, go up. He, this guy hands me the microphone. I've jumped onto the steps and I just, I just kind of made up something on the spot. I was predicting the numbers. So I just go, oh, I'm predicting there's over 50,000 people there. Yep. You know what I mean? So gotcha. it's something along those lines. And they went nuts. It was funny. Um, and I referred to myself as the people's premier, which I was doing yeah, the, yeah, the whole yeah, week, yeah, you yeah. know? So I thought, it, I thought it was just a little, like a bit, yep. right? But New South Wales police think otherwise. And I'm, I've apparently incited some crime. So, so you go to the protest, you do your thing, mm-hmm. go home with all your content. Do yep. you get, do you get approached by police on the day no. or is it, no. What happens? No, it was uh, there was heaps of police there. No yeah. one, no one came up to me, said anything. It was the following day, the Sunday. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everything kind of kicked up o- online. A lot of the backlash was getting messages. Following started to go down dramatically as really? well. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, I because had such a mass now. following. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I was getting hit with every label under the sun. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so. I, uh, police came to the house that day, detectives with cameras. There was like a setup with Channel Seven cameras. They were there, ready to go. It was, and Isn't then, that weird when the media and police turn up? Yeah, simultaneous. It's like, hang strike on, force. Hang on, what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, so you do you live at home with your family? Yeah, yeah, Fuck. yeah. So that was that was funny. How did that go down? No, I, I don't think they really minded. They were a bit concerned. I was like, probably it's a bit a bit much, but. Yeah, so they handed me the court orders and stuff like that. I think there was a video that w- that went around as well. So, but yeah, that it feels so long ago now, and it is been so long. It's been over a year, and it's yeah. still kind of been dragged on. So yeah, and they'll drag it on because it's not it's not important. So yeah, say, oh yeah, we'll fucking deal with that another time. But they also don't want to go. Oh, let's just throw it out because the media will still jump on it. But what was that like getting jumped on by all of these people in the media? Like was that was that an eye opening experience? For yeah, you? yeah, one one to to learn from so early yeah. on because I like you said I just kind of started doing the content at that point I'd probably been only posting on socials for like six months. Yes, and that was one of the catalysts. So the, the numbers blowing me up, getting a lot of exposure. Um, but how how far did you blow up? I went from having twelve thousand followers on Instagram to about fifty five thousand. Shit, and um, TikTok went from. 100k or 80k to about 300,000. Wow. Um, so a lot of people are seeing you. Yeah, it, it, it was a big jump. And yeah. then off the back of that, having that mass exposure, then going to a protest where, you know, like I said, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Mm. And that's probably the first protest I've ever been to in my life. Yeah. Right. Uh, I can't say I went to any of the previous protests, like the Black Lives Matter ones or any, any, of, any of those ones. Yep. But um, the lawful ones. The lawful protests um, or any parades of any sort. I didn't, I didn't attend those, yeah. but uh, it was it was weird because I was a bit down because it was hard to go from you know everyone's loving you, everyone's loving you, give, give us more to we hate you, yeah. and you're getting smashed in the DMs and people are coming at you, people checking in on you. I was fine because like I said, I live with the family, um, you know, they, everyone's very supportive. We're having a laugh. We're looking at some of the funniest like uh, you know comments that are spraying you see so it's the only way to do it. yeah yeah because i i happen to know a fair bit about people jumping on oh for sure and and people having a crack at you and it is overwhelming mm. like when news articles like there's, there's articles coming out yeah. about you i don't know if you have um there's this option you have on google uh, to turn on like your whenever your name is mentioned in the really? media okay. you can turn on you get sent an email i have that i can't work out how to turn it <laughs> off but i really should um but when i was in a lot of strife 
um, with jokes and stuff like that. Like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. you've got the Sun Herald and the Herald Sun and all these fucking yeah, people Daily reaching Mails. out. The Daily Mail. They reach out. The Daily Mail do not reach out to me anymore because I'm always trying to bait them. Like, when there was... Um, I'd imagine you just take the piss out of them when they reach out for a comment or something. Oh, people reach, I do that all the time. They reach out for a comment. Like, you need to comment by 3 o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> like, fuck off. I'm not... Got, no, fuck <laughs> off. I'll make a video. That's where you can get my comment from, all right? Get my AdSense going, cunt. Yeah, um, yeah I don't... I fucking wouldn't give them a comment if they paid me. Fuck yeah. them. Um, but, yeah, the... I, I stopped getting contacted by the Daily Mail when uh, there was a rumour about me going on, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. So I sent out these DMs and no one bit. They knew. I sent out these DMs to all the major news um, like you know providers because there was a rumour about me going on there. And I was like, hey, listen, I need to talk to someone. A producer has been sexually abusing me on the show. <laughs> and I've, I've got the DM somewhere. And no one come back. No one bit. No really? one cared. No one cared about the Me Too Butterfield movement. Oh no, it was bullshit. But I was talk tr- about double standards. I know I you were getting wine stained, and they overlooked it. No one cared. No one Jeez. cared. They'll grab me on the yeah. It, it's uh, <laughs> it was a whole thing, and I was just desperately trying to get someone to buy it. The same thing happened. I, I did a joke about the Tasmanian uh, the, the jumping castle tragedy, and they started the media started talking about it, and then I started talking about it, trying to drum them up. And then they stopped because they were like, "No, this cunt wants me to that wants them wants them to talk about them." So it's a positive thing. Yeah, I know you I saw agree. your numbers go down, but over yeah. the long term, that's what you want. You want people to be. Yeah, I about think it. I learned that. I learned that because, like I said, it was probably the first time I ever experienced something like that. And like I said, got a good good family. We were having a laugh. Picked the funniest comments. We did like a little mean tweet segment. Yeah, I probably didn't post for like a day or two, and then I just kept rolling out stuff. But then um, I ended up getting COVID. In that, that September, got it pretty badly, so ended up in hospital. I oh, just that Delta kind of, that strain kind of hit me pretty bad. Doctors reckon I probably had some form of like pneumonia. Right. And, um, so when, you, when you're that crook that you need to go to hospital, is there a part of you going, I can't, I can't. Oh, in this. the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I, oh, I just got, know it's, it's, me. <laughs> it's, it's hit me hard. And it, but like it, it, it ended up hitting everyone. Some people shrugged it off, some people didn't, you know what I mean? And like... Um, yeah, I mean, no one really knows what my kind of health conditions are or anything like that as well. And, and same with anyone in my family that, cause we kind of copped it a bit. And then that was when another wave came. It was like, you were getting, I hope you die. Like yeah, it's yeah, shit like yeah. that, which is like, that was, that was another one, but like, probably having that one beforehand of the backlash, this one was a bit, was a bit easier. And now I don't really care at all. Like you said, any kind of mention is a good one. And I, every opportunity I get to take the piss, I will like coming out of court the other time facing the uh, those COVID charges, you know, I just came out and addressed the media. Look, as the people's premier, the, the matter's still before the court. There'll be no further comment, you know, to Good. like, it, it, it's just, I, I don't really take them too seriously. I, and, and it's just all for a laugh, really. What are you, what are you going to do in uh, October when the, the trials? Oh, are? mate, I, I've, I've got a whole content plan laid out. I've got, you know, going, me and my brother are going there as twins. You know, we'll see which ones they jump on. You know, there's a, there's a couple of other things. I bring my grandmother with me. Like, <laughs> there's, a, there's a few things in the, in the, in the pipeline. <laughs> That's great. you got to really fuck with that. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that is the main, like, you should have a whole security detail. Yeah. <laughs> Get some of your followers to dress up in the black suits, yeah. earpieces, the whole oh, thing. That's a great idea. Lead you out of court. Don't let the media near you. Oh, yeah. I love that shit. I love that shit. You want to get my comment? Go to my TikTok tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I'll be posting. So what happened with the celebrity? Were you were you legit going to go on? No. No, okay, no. no but I there saw, were rumours floating around you I might. I saw an article. They said, oh, this, this YouTuber has one million followers. And I was like, oh, 
Do you think they would have allowed you? Like, say, say you got the gig, right? Do you think there would have been gone, public backlash to go get him off? I wouldn't have gone on it. Yeah, no. not your, you're not your cup of tea. No, I like being at home. Yeah. But also, I was approached to go on Survivor. Oh, I reckon you'd kill Survivor. No, I don't want to. No, because here's the thing: you don't get paid. Don't you? I oh, just you got the, the prize, prize money. money. Uh, I don't. It's like fuck off! I'm not doing that. I'm not going into the jungle for eight weeks or whatever it is yeah. to starve myself if I'm not going to get paid. Fair enough. I wouldn't do that. Um, but I, well, actually, I also got hit up recently to go on a show on the ABC. A, oh, um, a quiz, there. a quiz show, right? And they said, uh, they said, yeah. So you, you, are you happy to audition? I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I was like, what's, what's the, um, what's the pay? She said, oh no, it's not paid. You're the contestant because you were paired up with a celebrity. I just assumed I was a celebrity. They wanted you as a participant. They wanted me as a participant. Oh, I was geez. like, fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what are, you, are these people that fucking like, you know, I'm not a big deal, but I'm oh, at least, somewhat, a, mate. I'm at least a, a medium deal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fucking, anyway. So I, I had the shits with that. A little bit. Hurt me ego a little bit, but it also also it was quite funny. Um, but yeah, so my my TikTok, I, was, I was sort of wasn't into TikTok and mm. then I sort of am. Mine's disappeared ever since I made a, oh, I did get deleted three times. But I also made a video about um, the Chinese influence over TikTok. Yeah. And then ever since then, I saw I've, that. I've posted about oh, 30 videos, all with zero views. No. I'll show you. It's so, so it's like permabanned almost, but without being banned. Weird, right? So yeah. I've spoken to them and they say, oh, it's just a technical issue and all that type of shit. But if you scroll down, look at all those fucking videos, all with zero views. How does that make sense? Well, it's You've got 526,000 followers. Not not one person is saying not one it. person saw that. So it, it's a whole thing, and I get it. And these people are just sort of doing their own thing. Because I would get a lot of your podcast clips come up. That's actually what made me kind of jump into like podcasting with okay. my brother and making those making clips and podcasting. Yeah. But like they, they were some of the most entertaining ones. Oh, you with Spanion. I enjoy um, those. I you know what I mean? And, yeah. and 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 in clip form, easy to digest. And, and people love that on TikTok. And I'm be surprised. Like, no, not one of your 500,000 followers is saying, weird, saying any of that. Right, weird. And I've spoken to people in TikTok and they've said, listen, it's out of our hands sort of thing. They're trying to you fix know what it, it is? apparently. But you know, people that work for TikTok in Australia, they just kick shit up the hill. They don't, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. From my experience with them, they don't get back to me on anything. Right. Like, you know, I've got almost uh, 390,000 followers on there. Um and a decent Instagram following, and it's just like, you know, what do I got to do to get a, a blue tick? You know, I've got enough publications and stuff like that, but it's just like, you speak to their partnerships, people, I don't get an email back, or, mm. you know, Apparently oh, well, we got to go speak to someone in Singapore or the US or that someone, you know what I mean? Apparently you have to have a million. Okay. Or they don't give a shit about you. Really? That's like the, that's the unspoken. Yeah, not that I give a fuck about a, a blue tick or not, but it's just like, you know, I, I don't even, you know, you don't get in, invites to, you know, their TikTok events and stuff like that. you want to go to a TikTok no, event? No, no, I hate people but, that go to events. But just the, Don't you know, go to an event. At least don't take it seriously. Yeah, but I, I just think there's a, unless you toe the line with something, because I, I don't even think I'm that controversial. But I mean, yeah. unless you toe the line, you don't get the, you know, the... Well, hang, on, hang on, hang on. You're not controversial, but you did talk about COVID and you dare question it. Yeah, that's a like that's super controversial. Yeah, exactly. In this day and age, yeah, particularly in the world of like you know the TikTokers and all that type of stuff. Like mm. I've seen a couple of people that I know quite well 
go down the TikTok rabbit hole and completely change their tune of who they are as a person. Like originally they were like quite fun. I won't name any names or any other type of stuff, but this person I'm talking about was a real funny person, open to humor, all that type of stuff, yeah. loved comedy. Now a raging lunatic. Really? Because of the TikTok rabbit hole that they've gone down. Are you saying they've gone too far one way? What do you? Ha- super left. Oh, really? Super left on it. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. It, I was really, really confronted by how far down they went down this rabbit hole. And it, it appears that they just won't be able to get out of it. Like yeah. they are just, they are enthralled by whatever ideas that these people that they yeah. see on TikTok every single I, day have. I've spoken to a creator you, you, that you know, and like, he that he coined this this term the uh, the white girl marketing mafia. Oh, I can't they, imagine who that <laughs> creator is. They run they run the world. They they run entertainment. And if you can't, they do. You too. know what I mean? I've never thought of that, but they do. They run everything. You know who do you want to get for uh, an ad or someone? Inspired unemployed, height of comedy. Let's get let's get them. Not 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 knocking inspired nah, unemployed. Knock them, fuck them. But. You know, it's if you're not in with these people in the marketing teams and yeah, in yeah. the you know the media and, and partnerships team who are all white chicks, right, and who definitely sway to the left side, you know, you're Fuck. not you're not going to get a gig. I, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, I know there's and I, I don't know her political agenda, but the lady I work with at, at YouTube, I got a YouTuber, mm. lovely person, and we talk a lot about the dogs and family and stuff. But she'll message me and go, oh, because I'll say, oh, this was demonetized. Can you have a look at it? And she goes, yeah, the fuck feminist video, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, unfortunately, I was like, yeah, Yeah. listen, I know I come across as a piece of shit, but, you know, you know know who I actually am. And she's like, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Um, But no, I've never thought about that. But was it Neil who said that? It was, uh, it was Neil. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like something he'd say. Um, It is spot on. Yeah. It is just this white chick army who are so victimized by the world mm. that they have to stick together and all that type of shit. Yeah. And that's the world that they that's what the world that you're trying to get into as far as, you know, get me a brand deal, get me this, get me that, get me the other. Yeah. And that's why you see anyone who's sort of controversial, they're all sponsored by the same people. Yeah. You know what I mean? They all got the exact same sponsor. And the thing is is like there's uh, Shout out to manscaped.com. Go to <laughs> manscaped.com forward slash Butterfield right now to get two free gifts, the shed travel bag and the uh, anti-chafing boxer briefs and you're going to get 20% off and you get you get free international shipping. They've got the best stuff in the world. The ultimate uh, package 4.0. You're going to trim your balls. They're on four now. Four, four point this oh. is the best one. They've fucking mastered it. I can't yeah. wait to get onto five. It's, nah, like the, it's like the ex-iPhone. I might line up for it. No, nah, don't. Because nah? the four's the best, right? <laughs> Go over to manscaped.com forward slash Butterfield right now. You're going to get the ultimate package 4.0. Uh, I did write down what it was actually called. Because I actually do have to do an ad for them. So we may as well do it right fucking now. What's <laughs> Good, it called? Great segue, mate. The Platinum Package. The, uh, the, the Ultimate Package. That's fucking bullshit, Butterfield. The Platinum Package 4.0 from manscaped.com. The best in the business, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to get the two-in-one conditioner and shampoo that I get this fucking beautiful head of hair done. The body wash is gorgeous. I smell like a fucking woodsman. Let me tell you that. You got the other things, the, the fucking... Have you used the Manscaped trimmer? I have. I have used Unbelievable. Manscaped. It is. It does a job. Doesn't it? does a job. And you're Lebanese. Exactly you're hairy man. right. Exactly right. Don't worry about laser. Just go with the Manscaped. Fucking mate. If you're getting lazy, you're wasting your time. Go to <laughs> manscaped.com. For uh, yeah. Everyone's sponsored by the same person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what I like about you is you kind of carved your own path. You don't, you don't need... Uh, a TV show for exposure or you don't need to get a brand deal here and there. It's like you've got your own, you've got your YouTube going, your, your Patreon. But even in saying that, if you wanted to 
you know, and it's not like you go out of your way to be overly controversial. You, if you find something yeah. funny, you put it out. And I, I like to think I try and do the same thing. But it's like you could still get cancelled off these things. Like Steve will do it. You had a video on that the other day. He's canned off That's that. That's weird. Yeah, like... That he got taken down over some... Like he didn't blur out the dot-com bit of a gambling website. Yeah. Like, come on, mate. Like, surely there's enough... Like, There's got to be a common sense approach to... Yeah, critical thinking or at least some nuance with the rules. Yeah. Boyley, could you get me another beer, mate? Just one of those uh, ultra crisps, please. These are gluten-free. doesn't give me a headache. Um, you know what? Let's let's bring the boil in. Yeah, why not? Uh, is that all right, Lord? Can we bring the boil in? This is um a bloke I've known since I was... How old was I when I met you? How about you come in, please? <laughs> this is uh, the great Boyley... Uh, Boyley's Beer Reviews. Is that what it's called? Into uh, the microphone, put your headphones on. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Yes, sir. Speak, <laughs> speak, speak <laughs> into that. Okay. How you uh, going, mate? I'm very well, thank you. Welcome. This is John. Boyley, Boyley, John. John, Boyley, Boyley, nice John. Nice to meet you, pal. Thanks, mate. Yeah, uh, so I'd say I've probably known... Well, we went to school together went back primary in primary school. school. We've probably we known each other for a long time. Yes. Now, you are a beer connoisseur. Yes. Um, so I wanted to bring you on the show because you've got an Instagram page called The Boozy Boil. I do. And this bloke does the best, I'm going to read one, the best beer reviews that I have ever read. All right? Let me let me pull you one type up. Them. <laughs> I do type them. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you you type them out. Yeah, so um, basically how I've always done it is I'll write them in the notes mm -hmm. and I'll just kind of format it with, um, like I'll do the beer... Then I'll do the brewery, uh, where, where it's all from for people. Um, ABV, which is the alcohol content. Yeah. And then pretty much from there, um, I'll write down my notes and write it in a way where people can read it and it's a little bit more sent. User-friendly? User-friendly, yeah. 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 And one I've got here, I tried the other day, you actually got me this beer. It is the Double Pineapple Milkshake. Yes. That sounds it, like a good beer. It was confronting for me, but this is what you've written. This is the Garage Project in Wellington, New Zealand. Yep. ABV, which is the alcohol content, 6.8%, yep. two and a half standard drinks. Um, another stunning beer produced by one of the one of my favourite brewers, Garage Project. This beer is where summer vibes meet a winter style. You sound like you're writing for a um, domain or something. As a lot of you already know, I love my fruity flavoured beers, and this one is just <laughs> another great one. But... While this beer packs a punch of sweet goodness and pineapple and the sourness of life, which I love, uh, I think it's fallen down with a lack of oat cream. Yes. There's a lack of oat cream in the yes, milkshake. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, so um, it, it's funny how a lot of all these new like, craft beers now are all made. Um, like, you know, you've got like Hope Estate, which is a local beer for us, or a, a local winery up here in um, Hunter Valley. Um, they do some incredibly good sours. They yeah. do like a super sour. You love the sour beers, don't you? I don't mind a good sour, yeah. Um, but their super sour that they do, it's called the Sunny Boy Sour, for example. Um, I nearly actually brought it in today, but it, it's 9% in a 335 mil can. Yep. And it's three standards. Um, honestly, I did do the review on that, I think, early last year. Mm. And uh, it was like drinking a warhead. Oh. It, it, it was that... So what have you brought in today? Because I asked you to bring in a beer. I did. What have um, you got? I brought in two beers. Can you break them out? I can. Yep, I'll go grab them. I'll see you in a minute. You I'm sure you want to open the good one, the big one? Don't open that. I'm not opening that one. Nah. So you... I'll, I'll send this way over here to that one. Okay. So can you take us through the one that we're not opening and show the cameras as well? Because this yep. is pretty crazy. Take us through this one. 
Okay, so um, obviously like, I've just had, um, as you know, Butsy, I had my 30th on the weekend. and you only 30. Congratulations, <laughs> mate. Yeah, beautiful, cheers. beautiful man. Um, but yeah, so four of my best mates, um, obviously one of yours was your best man at your wedding, Taylor. Yeah. Um, they got me an assortment of beers and a couple of beer glasses for my 30th. And uh, Terry, who works out Sydney, went to one of the big uh, craft brew- uh, craft brews, craft brewery <laughs> joints. Um, yeah, one of the big bottle shops in Sydney. Okay, and they got this beer, uh, which is the most uh, alcoholic beer in the world. It's called Snake's Venom, the world's strongest fortified beer. Jesus. So <laughs> this is this one. This is one badass fortified beer, the hard man of the beer world. Sixty-seven point five percent. Yeah, that's high. 67.5 fucking percent. It's yeah. got 17 standard drinks in it. Well, yep. the, the Lebanese <laughs> got a thing called Aro. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's like aniseed. No. No. It's oh. fairly fucking high. It's like, yep. yeah, sometimes 70, 80% alcohol. Is that, in this so thing. is that a liquor? Is that a. It is. It's like moonshine. Right. Yeah. Okay. So how do you make that? Uh, yeah, people do like grapes and aniseed and stuff like that. They can use it with like, uh, like old wines and stuff. Okay. But yeah, I was thinking of getting into the game. And but it's too hard to make it like as in yeah. and then get everything. So I was looking at maybe partnering up with someone, but yeah, it's um, a it's a hard one. The alcohol game. I was speaking all to these the, taxes and all that shit. The guys who do um, Howl Ahead, so okay. Dana White. Mm. Uh, he's he's offsider, and mate, they just said it's hard. They want to get it here to Australia, but it's a really and I've got a bottle of it up there. It is a uh, a banana whiskey, delicious. Mm-hmm. I don't know Outs- if you're much of a outstanding. Yeah, yeah, you had something the other day. Yeah, Man, I did. Yeah. Just unbelievable. And unbelievable. But he just said, mate, it's impossible to get here. But yeah, Snake's Venom. 17 standard drinks in that little bottle. Jeez. And, and so I believe that there's uh, only two bowl shops in the world that stock it. One of them's in Sydney, and I believe the other one is somewhere in the UK. So is it supposed to taste like beer, or is it just liquor? On, honestly, uh, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm very keen to have a trial of it. You um, should try that on your Instagram. Yep, and and send it to me, and and we'll we'll, we'll reshare it and all that type of stuff to get some people over to your gram. But that's yep. one I want to see you have. But um, I want to get back in the conversation with John. But I want to I want to try this beer that you've brought for us today. Let's Absolutely, have a look. yeah. So uh, another garage project beer for you here, Butsy. But um, with this one here, it's eight point four percent with three standard drinks. Yeah, it's a hazy sour. So a hazy sour, a hazy sour. Okay, so it's not. Do you much. want to try some of this? I have a bit of yeah. hazy yeah. sour. So it's not. Can you much service up, young man. I can. Uh, so can I can I ask you? Yep. It's like a your ratings for a beer, right? Yep. It's like the Uber Uber rating a car one to five. What is your what's your five and what's your one? Um, I generally do it on like the style of beer as well. Get this man a fucking Sorry. beer, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Um, I generally do it on the style of beer because there is so many different styles of beer. Um, like a lot of the garage project beers that I've had. Are pretty much the top of the tree as far as I'm concerned, like your mountain cultures and things like that mm. do. Uh, but the ones f- for me are like kind of like a, I'm going to sound like a bit of a craft snob now, but <laughs> it would be more like a, a two is new and the likes of those guys now. But um, You love the two is new? No, they're oh, ones. No, oh, they're saying ones. They're ones. Oh, they're right. yeah. Yeah. One okay. being the lowest. So where's VB on that scale? Oh, it's definitely blown you. Yeah. You know, I actually yeah. don't mind a occasional VB. It's not that bad. I don't mind it. What about um, 150 lashes? 150 lashes. Um, that has t- to be a t- four. Ten, ten years ago, I really enjoyed it. But, like, after when you see, like, 
um, a lot of these beers being bought out by the Lion Group and yeah. uh, by Carlton. Like Carlton's just been bought by Sahi, for example. So pretty much 80% of all our um, beer here in Australia is actually overseas owned, mm. which a lot of people go, oh, two as new as Australian owned. Well, it's actually not. It's owned by South Africans. Fucking South Africa. So big big beer, eh? Yeah, yeah. And, Carl beer. and Carlton's all um, now Japanese. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so this is called Ocean of Oneness. Yes. Wow. Dig dive into the ocean of oneness with this ex- es- with this esoteric fusion of hazy double IPA and fear dare wild, uh, wild Jeez, like a workshop sour beer, swirling sweet with sour... Flavors uh, together with the elevated ar- aromatics of really? mosaic yeah. and mo- oh, fucking Jesus Christ sounds like a porno. This, Let's have a <laughs> yes, um, it's to me. It's not like oh fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. It, the sourness definitely hits right pretty hard at the back of the tongue, oh, but it's definitely full of fruit. So Wow, it really is full of fruit. Mm. Yeah. He did say he's a, he likes a fruity beer. You a fruity guy? Uh, I don't. More my fruit <laughs> in general, <laughs> but yeah. Um. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard it here first. But yeah. Boily does not mind his fruit. <laughs> that's, um, do you reckon you could have like 10 of those though? Like that's That's got to be pretty F- hard. Fuck no. You'd be no. feeling it. Fuck You'd be no. coming back up. Um, there was, I know there was one night at home. Uh, this was before my old man moved in as well, like where I'd actually sit there and probably have two or three beers. And I know I'd done one night. I reviewed through these garage projects and what the first one was at 8.5, the next one was 9.5 and the other one was about 11.5 and I, when I worked out, because I actually enjoyed When you it, woke up. I, <laughs> uh, when I worked it out, I'd actually had about 13 standards <laughs> in about 30 minutes. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, they're big beers. So you could drink that easy, <laughs> the, uh, the snake's venom. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I could... Well, it, it says they're 35 million one... one uh, Sitting so yeah, but I don't, that's I don't, a recommendation, I, isn't it? I, I don't know if I could go uh, two well, or three. I, I tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> go and check out the Boozy Boil on Instagram for all Boilies recommendations. But what you need to do, it and, and John, I reckon you'll agree with me. Mm-hmm. It needs to do video. I was about to say it. I was like, yeah, you're you're great with the pen. Yeah, let your personality be seen on camera, mate. I think people will get around and love I think it. People will TikTok? get on the TikTok and Instagram. Definitely, I, I, I have started a TikTok. I'm just trying to work out the formatting of how to do it all. It's a whole new world. Yeah, it's a whole so new. What's your What's your TikTok? Uh, it's under at the boozy boil at, at this the stage. Boil. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Well, so thank you very much for coming right. along, boil. I appreciate that, and you can get home to your other standard drinks. <laughs> Jeez, appreciate mate. that. Cheers, boys. Good fucking on you. Um, now, are you going to hang out for the rest of the potty, or what are you doing? Uh, it's up to you, boys. You, I, I can hang around if you like. Or you want, yeah, more than welcome. Whatever you want, brother. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
Ugh, gross. Um, now, so what's next for you, mate? Mate, like like you said, I mean, there's people that remember me as the uh, the COVID guy, but I've been doing a lot of other stuff. I did uh, probably off the back of that went and did went and did an America trip with me, me and my brother. Mm. Caught a lot of the NFL. I saw that. Yeah, mm. caught, uh, just just different different games, couple of NBA games, and just doing around the grounds like content and doing Texas and Florida, and we and we loved it there. So um, did that, and then now being back, I've kind of like I said, just making comedic videos, whether it's tours or just sketches and stuff like that and you know we did we did one most recently with the election that did really well um me and my brother it was kind of like almost prank style but we were going around that was great yeah Yeah, yeah, giving out pamphlets for different parties and we weren't taking the piss out of one party we were taking the piss out of everyone and you were talking mad shit while you're giving out yeah 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 so yeah we're giving out free foxtel labor just vote labor please or like that was great yeah you did you see that that one boily it was he was basically saying you know labor's um Socialists and all that type of stuff, and the free Foxtel if you vote liberal. Yeah, and all that yeah type I of saw, stuff. saw bits and pieces of it through TikTokers. It was great. Yeah. It yeah. was really, and people were fucking like, who worked there? They were, they were so fuming. Mad. They were fuming, yeah. What is the rules with the giving out the things at the election? Because it, it's, I don't it's, know. A, it's a strange existence. I agree. Uh, I think there's like. I like, always try and abuse them. Yeah, they're just volunteers, right? So we just went up. Yeah, we're here. We're, we're volunteering. Can we grab a shirt? They just handed us some flyers. There wasn't like a roll call or anything. So we were just there and then we just started filming each other and we're just, you know, like you said, you know, Labour a communist scum and then you'd have someone someone from Labour just blowing up at us. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the rules are, but we were, we tend to get away with it. We did one with the Greens as well. But I mean, like that's some of the stuff that we've been doing, and then I've been lucky enough. We've been working with budgie smugglers, oh, really? um, doing some some funny stuff there, and they're and good budgie smugglers. Yeah, if they're after fucking speedos or swimmer for swimmers for um for they, summer. Go to budgie smugglers. They they're are the fucking great. They're yeah. the best, yeah. and I've they have the best denies too. Yep. The best designs, designs. Yeah, 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 they do. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna kind of keep at it. I, I, end goal, I think for me, and I know you recently went to America, is is to just is to start make like get over there somehow. And start making content over there. Be the Aussie guy yeah. that's over there because I just enjoy. I enjoy it a lot more. I, I feel like you're not walking around on eggshells over there. People are less sensitive. You can you can have a you can have fun and yeah. take the piss out of pretty much anything. Mate, and it's a bigger audience. It there. is. Well, I mean, Australia is 20 million, 26 million people. Mm. That's the population of LA if you count Mexicans. You, which you should count Mexicans. I don't know why you wouldn't count Mexicans. Yeah. Uh, I think they contribute to the census. Nah, fuck them. Yeah. Get, uh, anyway, uh, rapists. Uh, that's a Donald Trump quote. <laughs> not um, yeah, it's, uh, it's such a bigger world. Mm. Like you look at some of the famous people on TikTok and stuff in America and they're just... It's giant. It's a mm. whole new realm. You just went on a trip, didn't you? Yeah. We how how was out, that? We went on our honeymoon. Uh, to Hawaii and we did America uh, mainland about six months ago or so. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. We went for the UFC um, and, and, and I did a, a, a couple of spots um, in uh, in New York. Grab another beer if you want, Boyley. No, it's all right. I'm fine. You sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm There's sure. There's a VB yeah. in there for you. <laughs> um, and uh, we, mate, I just had such a great time. We went and saw Joe Rogan and, and you said you saw him at the comedy store. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, How long ago was that? Oh, that was about 2018, I reckon. Right, so, yeah. we, so we saw him this year with Tony Hingecliffe and another guy uh, by the name, he's an Asian fella, and he's fucking amazing, hilarious okay. dude. Anyway, so we saw them, and what they do at these shows, this was in Jacksonville in Florida, they get everyone's phones and they put them away in these little mm, um, containers. containers that yeah. you can't open until the end of the show. Now, with that in mind, these guys just go hammer and tongs. 
I reckon that's brilliant. Nothing oh, limits. I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. It's real good. I left that show thinking to myself, I don't push the boundaries enough. Really? And you know, and ev- you can push the boundaries. Well, everyone thinks, <laughs> oh, he's fucking this, he's fucking that, mate. These guys went hard after every topic, as stand up should be. Hundred percent. And they they just went hard. They didn't give a shit. And even if someone, there was even a fight in the middle of Joe Rogan's set. There were the crowd members. Yeah, yeah I think shit. it was a political one. He said something about. What well, um, was he sitting on the fence? Nah, something about. <laughs> no, nah, Joe wouldn't do that. He he um he said something about Biden or or something like that. Mm. And then there was a punch up. Like so, it's an arena. Um, like sort of imagine a a hockey pitch field. Yeah, whatever it is. Like from one goal to the other. That's how far he was. And this is like two two stands up in the fucking okay, in yeah, the bleachers. Yeah. And there's a punch on. And Joe's like, mm. is there a fight going on? <laughs> like yeah. it was crazy. But um. Yeah, he, they pushed the boundaries, and I, I love that. And, and I tell you what, it was just a great experience to go over to the States. New York's awesome. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Like, LA. You like the movies, New York, isn't it? Like how even walking distance and shit like that. And and also, it was strange how far away everything was. Yeah, yeah Like, yeah. you think it that... It can be fucking pretty cold over there, too. Oh, it was... Mm. It wasn't even winter when we went. I was fucking freezing. Yeah. But I tell you what, the subways are cool. Yeah. First day we were wet there, went there, we had the most... New York experience, John. I tell you, there was a terrorist attack. It was so New York <laughs> on the subway. We went, we went down into the subway, and we go down, and I'm on the phone to my mate who we're there with, and I say, Josh, I'll call you back. We're just going to the subway. We're in the subway for 20, 30 minutes. Yep. I get out, and we haven't had reception, or I haven't looked at my phone or whatever. I got like ten missed calls. He's like, "You guys are right." And I'm like, "Yeah." He said, "Mate, as soon as you told me you're going to the subway, I look on my phone like ten minutes later, and there's a fucking terrorist attack like two stops from where we were." Shit. Some dude, well, wasn't a terrorist attack. He wasn't uh, Middle Eastern. That was sort of the okay, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It was a black dude, so it's not a terrorist attack, although it was a terrorist attack. I remember seeing this in the news. Yeah. So he was, it the, was it shooting? Yeah, it was shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this has happened as soon as we got there. And then we jump on the train the next day. And we're not phased. We're like, okay, what's the chance of having mm. two days in a row? And we're, dro- we're dro- flying along the New York subway. And every single subway, if you've been there, you'll know that there is one homeless man that lives on that train. Yep. Like just... Everywhere. Every single one has a homeless man on it. It's the same with all the stations around there too. There's at least four or five. Yeah. Oh, and I agree with what you said too. the other night, boy. The all homeless people should be shot. And <laughs> I, um, I, I, so we, we're, we're driving along and the lights go out, pitch mm. black. And like we're like, oh, fuck, for like four or five seconds. So we're a bit, You're a, a bit, curse on the bloody subway. We're a bit worried. Mm. And then over the loudspeaker, you know how the conductor can talk to the people. You hear some guy go, Fucker in the pussy. No. <laughs> so been, pull, the train's been oh hijacked. Yeah. Hijacked. So then we pull up to the next station and the driver goes, hey, can we get the police to the back back uh, carriage? There is an intruder on board. So then all the people on our train panic, run off the train, mm. freaking out. And Claire and I just sit there and go, there's a fucking kid. There's a oh, kid saying, geez. fucker right in the pussy. Like, we're going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> And they did it again and again and again. But all these people bailed off the train. Like they're they're yeah. genuinely ready to for war. Uh, it is America. You never know what you're, you're well, going to get. With everyone carrying, I guess it is a, it is a scary situation. Yeah. Well, I, saw, it, I saw you at the range, though. You, I, love, I love guns, man. Yeah. Well, I know New York is one of the only cities in America where they don't allow guns at all. Well, so they, ha- they have guns there, but I don't think you can do 
open carry, conceal and carry, or whatever it is, yeah. or any type of stuff. Yeah, I think it's like a three grand fines, American or something like that. Three grand fines. That's Suck. all. In Australia, yeah. you get locked up for life. Yeah. yeah. Like, have you seen those people in America that walk around with like just like the AR-15 strapped on the shoulder sort mm. of thing? Like, that's crazy to see. You don't think it's necessary? Like, uh, have a little, have a little Marge Simpson gun in your purse, but that's don't, all you, you need, don't need right? to strap around a big bloody AR-15. No. There was uh, a dude on the beach somewhere in America. It was on TikTok the other day. And the police are there, and uh, this mate, you can't have an AR-15 on the beach. He goes, "I'm fishing. You can have an AR-15 <laughs> while you're fishing. That's the whole. That's the some rule people around. fish with a rod, some some don't. Some fish, yeah. Some <laughs> fucking going after the marlins. So, no, nah, America's great. And yeah, I was shooting some uh, an AR-15 and a scorpion mm. and all that type of shit in in Hawaii, and that yeah. was just all time. Cost me a fortune. Oh, really? For like, I don't know, I think it was like 10 oh, you got to do it in gun. Vegas, man. They, they pick you up from the hotel. They take really? you out to the range. Yeah, and it's not too expensive. Vegas, because it's just like, not that it's a red state, but it's like they, people go to Vegas and there's there's ranges and there's Wait, The red states are the best states. Yeah, well, there's more, there's, there's less restriction. There's better people yeah, too. Yeah. Like, oh, that's why I love Florida. Oh, Florida was how like. How good is Florida? I went in December yep. into January and that was like peak COVID. Like here and overseas, right? Yeah. In Florida, it was like they didn't even want to hear about it. Yeah. It was like it's not a thing here. You know what I mean? We turned up in Jacksonville in Florida, and it's a bit of a dodgy area. And our Airbnb was really, really creepy. Like it was the back backwoods of this house, or not backwoods houses sort of thing. Mm. And then we got we got there at night time, and even the even the uh, the Uber driver who was this giant black dude, he's like, "Are you sure you're supposed to be staying here?" (laughs) I was like, "Oh fuck, all right." We wake up in the morning and there's pickup truck, pickup truck, pickup truck all parked out in front of their houses, all with stickers that say, fuck Joe Biden. I was really? like, this is hilarious. <laughs> and we walk past, it's like a Saturday morning, they're all out smoking and they're all like, hey man, how you doing? Everyone's nice, polite, happy. Then you go to LA and everyone hates you. Everyone yeah. just hates, I hate LA. I cannot. It's a hole. It's a hole. Yeah, no, the, even the attractions are all shit. Like Santa Monica Pier and all that. It's Did just you go like, to the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Yeah, well, it's, it's dirty hole. as shit and it's like everyone, like there's rubbish everywhere. It's just a lot of home, not, a lot of homeless. I know you hate the homeless, but it's just like. <laughs> Take it easy. Um, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, it's, it's very run down. Yeah. Like, very run down. I know people travel, they travel into West Hollywood or wherever the Hollywood Walk of Fame is, the Hollywood Hills or whatever it is. Mm. Um, West Hollywood's nice. Yeah, you know, they're the gay district, like mm. like the nicest part, which is not surprising. Mm. Um, they know how to keep a, a dirty place clean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some would say that's a good. Yeah. Thing. I should write that down. Um, and it was nice there. Although we got out of the cabin, there was a dude like dancing on a table, and there was another dude like trying to like kiss him on his dick. Mm-hmm. That was different. Well, I've never been a, like walking down a street. Cat called that much in my life than than West Hollywood. I went there initially. I was at twenty eighteen because I didn't exchange in America. I went to college there for oh, really? for six months in Oregon. So I did, I travelled. We were in LA for a couple of days, and it was the the Oscars were on that weekend. So every club was pumping, and they were like, "Look, you probably won't get in here and here. So go down to West Hollywood. Things will be open." Me not knowing it's the gay area, right? We were just going, "Yeah, let's go have a crack, whatever." Yeah, yeah. We're walking down, and I'm getting. You know, people growling at me and stuff like that, and I and I don't, <laughs> I don't hell. think I'm the best looking bloke. You know, I was wearing a denim jacket, beautiful, uh, which you know. So I mean, they probably got some ideas, but I was looking at my mate and going, "It's actually a bit of a confidence booster." Like yeah. you'll take it on board, but it doesn't. But the thing is, like the thing with gay people is, gay men rather, they're dudes, mm. 
and they're just ready to fuck. Yeah, they're ready like, to go. Yeah, let's go. Well, like, they, they do have some of the highest sexual partners, no? I think it's like upwards of like 70, the gays. Because all... <laughs> the gays. I love saying that. The gays. Yeah. Because that's the... That's, that's the term to use, though. LG. They're the Gs. No, LGBT. they're the gays. Yeah, we they're can say the gays. gays. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. It's like saying the Jews. Yeah. They're the gays. <laughs> it is the same thing. Jews, gays, same people. Now, the, the thing is, like... Dudes will fuck anything. They don't give a shit, right? Mm-hmm. And gay dudes will fuck any other dude, gay or not, whatever, and they'll just do it. They'll just go for it. Who gives a shit? And that is that is probably the best part about gay, being gay is knowing that if you go to a club, a gay club, mm-hmm. everyone's DTF, to use a term that Apart I used to use the, in high school. Apart uh, from the shared wardrobe, which is a Seinfeld joke. But if you match up with another gay guy, similar height, you know, similar thing. Right, perfect. Double up on the wardrobe. I can yeah. wear some of your clothes. You're a Seinfeld fan. I noticed you've got the ass. You've got the ass. Well, I know. I, I watch his stuff. I saw the ass. I'm like, I'm wearing this today. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, I love, it's a greatest sitcom of all time. Okay. Hands down. By far. Yeah. <laughs> you could still watch it today and it's I still, you know what I mean? Today. Like, I've, I think I've watched it about six or seven times. Through. Yeah. I'd have to be around that. Everybody, love Ray- Everybody loves Raymond. That's a great one too. Underrated. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's really good. Yeah. Shit's on Friends. Oh, yeah, can't do shits friends. on friends. Can't do friends. Everyone talks friends up. Well, not yeah. really everyone, but mainly mom, chicks. My mum watches friends. Yeah. Can't do it. But everybody loves Raymond. Hilarious. Frank from Everybody Loves Raymond puts shit on his wife the entire time. <laughs> Hilarious. Right? Amazing. It's a great show. I highly recommend it. Well, it's Frank, on Stan. Be- um, Frank on that show was uh, Ben Stiller's old man, wasn't it? Costanza. Costanza. He's still Frank Costanza. Yeah. Oh, it's on Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but the old dude on, um, you know what? I was flying when I was flying to LA. Sorry, from everyone loves Raymond. I thought, yeah. no, since I'm Seinfeld. Mm. Okay, yeah. Yep. So, um, the f- Frank on Everybody Loves Raymond. I was flying from, um, from it doesn't matter who gives a shit. Uh, I was flying <laughs> and uh, to LA and uh, taxi driver. He's in Taxi Driver. Frank from Everybody Loves Raymond. Because mm-hmm. I was watching it, and I was like, who is that? And this is him, like. 30 years beforehand, so he's a very young man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Who is that? And I Googled afterwards, and it's him. He's in Taxi Driver. Yeah, shit. Have you ever seen Taxi Driver? That's the De Niro one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Very famous. You've seen it? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen yeah. that? No, not not at all. One of the, they say it's one of the best movies of all time. Mm. It's a bit shit. Underwhelming? You don't like it? I haven't <laughs> seen it in a while. It's not that good. Yeah, I prefer Goodfellas. Lordy, what do you think? Taxi Driver. Why? It's not that good. I don't know. People it's, put it. People, people put, put it, it in, in De Niro's right? in De Niro's top films. I think De Niro's done better films. Yeah, Meet I, the Fockers. Fockers is great. <laughs> great movie. Like yeah. Yeah. Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents. Parents is up there. Sorry. Yeah. Parents and Fockers. Yep. And then they did a third one for Cash, which was rubbish. Was that yeah. Little Fockers? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that was guys. pretty. Yeah. That was pretty ordinary. Meet the great grandparents. Yeah. I don't know. I did. I did watch it because I. I think it's one of those films that you sort of should watch. Um. But I do struggle with older films for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's they talk much differently. Much more different, rather, to to people how they talk now. The films are made differently. All that type of shit. But so you went over to. So what were you doing over over in the states? You were on exchange. Yeah, that was early. So I went in 2018 on exchange. But I've done a couple of trips in between. Couple done a family trip and then did one most recently with my brother. But yeah, the exchange was fun because I joined the frat, did everything like did trying to, yeah. the frats like? Theta, theta Chi, it's called. Mate, they're not as crazy as they are, they are portrayed in the films because there's a lot of red tape around them now with, all, you know, Me Too movements and all these. Oh, like, really? So yeah, the, the universities have a lot of uh, pull on what they can and can't do, no hazing, all that stuff. But they still give you a fair crack. I mean, like for the initiation and all that stuff, I think they just blindfolded us and took us out to like, 
drove us out 30 minutes, some forest, and you'd have to get through. They'd have a keg and all the new pledges lined up and you just keep drinking till it's last man standing. Right. Um, but it was fun and they loved me because I was the Aussie. Yeah. Have, you know, a bit trying to get on board and, um, yeah, it, it was good fun. I, it was good to get that experience. Yeah. But, yeah, just good to kind of meet people. They, they throw all types of parties and stuff like that. So it was – it was I enjoyed it. So it was a good experience, the college experience in America. Would you? How would you rate that to the Australian university experience? I think they are far dumber, really? if that's a term. Yeah, they're less intelligent. A lot of the exams were multiple choice. You didn't really have to do much for them, right? But – in saying that, I think universities become useless. I've a hundred percent. Everywhere. Like Australian university, I, I did accounting and marketing at UTS. And if, if anyone is listening to this, for, for me, I would, if I had my time again, I would never do it. It's a waste. I would never. You just got a hex debt. Waste of money. I didn't learn anything. Accounting or, or marketing. And you learn so much more on a job than you do anywhere else you're better off just going to an entry level somewhere but like think about it, it's oversaturated you get these foreign students that come in and they just they just pay to get in and you've got to carry them in group assignments they don't speak a lick of english right so and that's, it's so that's an issue out in, that's in sydney in sydney for sure yeah i reckon you ask every uni student you, you're always carrying some you know some someone that's asian or or a mature, or a mature age student yeah yeah some yeah. mature age student yeah. right but um it's become so useless but over there it's more, it's more of a social thing or it's like something you've got to go do. People move out of their, their houses and go oh, across. Life the, experience. Yeah, so yeah. you've got to do it and you make mates and stuff like that. I've it got two mates that have... It's a culture thing too from yeah. what I've seen. Like, you know, you look at the, like, uh, the football over there, like how many people they get for... Yeah. Oh, for college for, games. For college games. That's mad. They're getting 50000 for a college game. We, yeah, Could the, you imagine them getting that Hark rival for West? No, you, you'd never get anything. No, you wouldn't you'd get, never anything get anything either. Like, no one cares about sport that much here in Australia. No. I, mm. I don't feel. like no. even Even for the big games, you rarely get that many people. Like, you know, for obviously grand finals and stuff. I think AFL stuff. is our equivalent. Like, you'll get a packed 100,000, 80 plus thousand at a good game. You know, over there, it's every game. You what know, you every you NFL game is pumping. What do you think did the you do any of that? Yeah, I did Dallas. I did. Uh, I went to a Jets game in New York. Really? Like, yeah, they just because they only play fifteen games a year, so you, you, every, every game's like gold. You got to get, you got to get tickets. You got to go. So maybe in Australia, like for the NRL, just yeah, bring it down. Maybe too many games. Yeah, probably. I mean, there's probably too many teams for our population too. Sure. Well, what there's nine there? Sydney teams. Seventeen teams now. Yeah, Dolphins next year. So it's like, and there's, and then there's the talent issue. Because everyone's getting bashed except for Penrith and Melbourne, and so yeah, they're in a bit of trouble as well. Like you only got to look at the Roosters game and the South yeah. game with seven sin bins, five HIAs. Like yeah, well, the HIA is an interesting one. I mean, you see people they have a big head knock and then they come back on the field and the doctor's like, "Nah, he doesn't have a head injury." You're like, "He was out. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. how does he not yeah. have a fucking head injury, mate?" Well, you know, what I think it's funny. It's like you watch the NRL big collisions, yep. and like you know they got independent doctor now bringing people off if there's a big head knock. Then you watch the UFC, Kamara Usman just getting a shin to the head. Absolutely. It's just like, you Absolutely. know, what's the fucking it's difference? It's hilarious because you watch someone go into a tackle incorrectly, they get knocked out cold, everyone panics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, we're, our, our thoughts and prayers, <laughs> and we're, you know, they're fucking putting a vigil out for yeah. them. And then in the UFC, it's the best. Thing yeah, ever. yeah, yeah. We're praising it going, what like, a fucking knockout. I mean, I, I'm a big UFC guy, mm. but that is my favourite sport by far. It shits all over rugby league, rugby union, AFL in my opinion. Well, it's shit on boxing now. They've, oh. they've Overtaken boxing. Why even bother watching yeah. boxing? I know. I know boxing is a very necessary um, sort of base uh, skill mm -hmm. for things yep. like uh, MMA. 
And I, I feel that's where it will go to because boxing's just not as good. It's not as exciting. Well, I think the UFC's got far more character to it too. Well, they allow their guys. people to have character. Yeah, but yeah. it's because it's, they're under one promotion. Boxing, you've got different promoters and everyone's, you know, own interests, whereas Dana runs a show, makes fights. I you love know what I mean? Yeah. So you need that. You need that Vince McMahon. But he, but, well, it is a Vince McMahon attitude. He yeah. doesn't give a fuck. You know, all he wants is the best for, for, his, for, for his company and to make money, and that's... You know, by yeah. putting on really good fights, he allows fighters to basically do whatever they want. You know, not you know, not do anything outrageous unless you're Connor. Uh, I love Connor, so or yeah. Khabib, or Khabib, or Khabib yeah, <laughs> yeah, do whatever you want. Um, and they sell these fights. Like yeah. I've had a lot of footy players, uh, or had conversations with a lot of footy players. I've had a couple on the show, and I've said to them, "Why aren't you like this? Why don't you try and no, clubs don't let them." It's fun. No, no, no. I, I it did ruins a, the sport. I did a thing with the Bulldogs the other day where I was taking them for a tour of Belmore because I've grown up in Belmore my whole life. And that was the kind of bit is like I'll take them to do a proper day of Belmore before they play a game. And uh, something as small as like, so we did like a, we go to the, I'll take them to the gym. That was yeah. one of the bits. And we just shot different things, carrying on to the gym, spotting them, whatever, and just getting a few clips. There was one thing, it was me and Kyle Flanagan and, I, he w- I would say, you walk into the gym and I'll say, I'll pull you up. Say, mate, can I just walk in behind you? I don't have a tag. My card declined last week. Let me just roll in behind you. A real leb thing to do. Yep. Everyone does it at any time, fitness, whatever. Yep, fucking know. Did it with my brother yesterday. Yeah, exactly. At any time, fitness <laughs> down the road. Go. No lie. Right, so everyone knows that shit kind of happens. And it's just a little like light joke to, to set the scene. And we sent it off to the Bulldogs, obviously the full video, and they're like, do you mind just taking out that part where Kyle walks you in? We just don't want to be seen in that light. Of thing. I was like, mate, it's a fucking joke, man. Like, it, why are you being so pedantic on like little things? That, clubs are clubs are like that. Yeah. Clubs because you know you get your your Kalen Pongers in in your bathrooms and all the scandals and the Mad Mondays, but mate, like you, then you don't allow people to have personalities. Like, Brenda, who gives a fuck if Kalen Pong is snorting coke in the bathroom? Good on yeah. him. Well, snort it up. Well, you're getting paid 800k a year. If you're not snorting coke, you're a nerd. <laughs> well, I've seen half of them in at the Prince do, do that too. So. Yeah, I fucking well, are. Of course they fucking are. Jesus, that does my head in. Well, yeah. Like, and and particularly with front rowers, I'd love a front rower to play and just say to whoever, whoever's playing next week against Jarrowee or Hargraves, I'm going to fucking smash you, mate. How many people would watch that game? Oh, that takes your so star many. power up every single time. Clubs should definitely allow it. I, I, it would just make the game so much more interesting. Like It's like selling a fight. It's like selling a fight. Well, that's all it is. Exactly right. It's, you want people's eyes on it. I'm surprised the Bulldogs pulled out that tag thing, but they allowed you to have that uh, that sex... Uh, t- sex t- anyway, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think, what was it? A fucking, they allowed you to go to a high school with the with the team. That was really no, weird. No, no, I think oh, you got that. Man. That wasn't in the script, but yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was weird. Uh, that was weird, actually. The Newcastle know. school, was it? Yeah, yeah. Port Macquarie. Or something okay, like something like that. Something yeah. like that. Like the, some of the players went there and yeah. picked up one of the chicks from the school. Probably not a great move. No. Not, not Dane Till as a part of the coaching staff, Aussie. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but all right, fair no, enough. No, Dane Till's got caught in a very lewd act, very similar. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, the rugby league's not short oh, of lewd acts. Did, yeah, I, I remember. I sort of remember what happened there. I can't remember exactly what happened there, but it was something. Because that was back up when he was here with Newcastle, and it was Kirk Gidley was involved and a few really? others. Yeah, there was a big there was a big section there when 
rugby league players were getting a lot of strife. Like there was the, there was not just the Bulldogs. There was the Sharks in two thousand and three or two. That was like the Matthew Johns one. Yeah, wasn't it, from yeah. But they tried to cancel him. This is the thing though, like blokes and footy players and just people in general. Yeah, have been doing this shit for years. Yeah, like okay, if it's non-consensual sex, not cool, right? Yeah, we can all agree on that. Um, bit weird if I was like. <laughs> I, was st- I was staunch pro that. Like, hey, it's not I'm more for non That's what the show's clipped. all about. Um, like, that's not cool. But if they're just rooting around, if they're just fucking yeah. snorting, cu- who gives a shit? Who cares? Like, genuinely, you're watching people run into each other and get brain damage, and you're worried about them snorting coke because you're worried about their yeah. health. And fuck off. I think it's a big thing because the media want like. That they got to write stories. That that's all it comes down to. It's like you see, there's probably Melbourne players, Melbourne Storm players, you know, ha- having a crack off the field, but they don't get too much notice because it's a big AFL town. Like, yeah. and it's it goes under the radar. Sydney, you know, you, you're jumping on anything, whether it's a WhatsApp video or fucking anything there's, there's like that. There's too much respect for journalists. Way well, too much respect. Yeah. And let, let's talk about that in the sealed section, all right, ladies and gentlemen, because we've hit an hour on the show. And as you know, when the hour hits, we go straight to Patreon, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to watch the rest of this podcast, head over to Patreon from a dollar a month. You can watch the live version of this one's Lordy Fixes It. Yeah. And you also get access to all the clips before they go up on YouTube. You get access to absolutely everything from a dollar a month. So go and get that. And the sealed section, which is not available anywhere else. Go and check out Isaac Butterfield on Patreon. But for now, go and check out these fine gentlemen, the Boozy Boyle and John. I cannot pronounce the fucking last John name. Bernard K. Roos. Just K. Roos. John K. Bernard K. 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 Yeah, yeah. Can I call you K. Roos? Yeah, call me what, K. What's your, what's your nickname? Nickname? I get JB. My 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 parents are called me Bernard. It's the middle name, named after the grandfather. But beautiful. I get JB, but yeah, K Roos. My brother gets K Roos. K Roos. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Let's go. I Let's like go. It. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.